War Eagle. This is War Bloggle. Trying something new. I've never used this restream stuff. There's 50 people in here already. Uh, so what I'm trying, I'd normally use something else, but since I've updated my Mac, that software is not compatible anymore. So I'm trying restream. It's not as pretty. It's not as nice, but it's a work in progress. I've literally just started using this. have not set up anything. Don't have a clue what I'm doing. There's 86 people here watching 90 now. Are most people, I see some comments, are most people watching on Periscope? I think it's supposed to go to YouTube and Twitch, but I don't have that pulled up, so I have no clue if it's working. I know that's why y'all came here, was to be my quality control. Yeah, I'll pull up Twitter and make sure it came up. I promise we'll start talking. Login. Did somebody steal my Twitter login? I think I did. Somebody did. All right. War Eagle, everybody. All right. I see a few of y'all are saying Periscope. 136 people in here right now. All right. So let's wait about one more minute. Okay. I see it went out on Twitter. So that's why people here on Periscope. Let's wait about one more minute, get a few more people in here, and I will make sure it's on the other platforms. I did a, uh, one of these restreams with um, Stingray the other day, and I kind of liked it. It's a little limited, but okay, I'm on Twitch. Awesome. All right, we're losing our numbers here, so let's go back. Let's start talking. All right, if you are watching on Twitch, hit a do a comment so I'll make sure it comes in through here but anyway uh so auburn surprisingly to me fired gus miles on today as you all know i kind of thought the win would keep him around um yes gavin busby says this is like listening to my parents try to read a meme um yes i, I literally have pulled this up the first time and hit live so i don't know what i'm doing here uh but auburn Basically, to me, seems like unless they decided at halftime when it was 6-3 last night, they had already decided uh, that they were going to fire Gus no matter what happened. I kind of thought, and I think everybody thought nationally, unless you think you heard something from your best friend nationally or whatever, it seemed like everybody's a little bit surprised. Hey, you win a game and then you get fired. It's Mississippi State. We won by two touchdowns. Everybody kind of thought it was crappy. It was crappy. The first three quarters were crappy offensively. Defense was great, but it was Mississippi State. Um, so it was a surprise. Uh, now, from what I've heard from people that would know, that definitely would know, is that the assistants didn't know anything before the game. Gus didn't know anything before the game. Um Someone just asked, that he, was he dancing in the locker room because of that? A lot of me does feel like he was dancing because he was, he was, he knew it was over. He was letting loose. He was having fun with his, with his boys one more time. I mean, he, you know, he, uh, chest bumped or whatever you want to call, uh, Big Cat Bryant and, or he almost did. He kind of did. 
and he gets in the locker room and he's talking about, Hey, that's Auburn defense. I mean, it's not like he sounded like a guy that was leaving or knew he was leaving or getting fired or whatever, but you know, then he starts dancing, which he has danced a little bit in the locker room before, but nothing like that. But the players didn't seem extremely uh, uh, surprised. I mean, they were just, you know, whatever, but it was, it was fun. It was whatever. So part of me thinks, okay, somebody's commenting from YouTube. That's awesome. So part of me thinks he knew because of that, but then pe- people again, and I don't want to be like sources kind of guy, but definitely somebody who would know says they, he did not know. Um, as far as they knew, I mean, if Gus and Christie knew and that was it, I understand. But anyway, um, so I could get in here and yell at, at why that was, he shouldn't have been fired and whatever. Um, I will say that if he had lost the Mississippi state, not to, not to say that I think he should have been fired because I'm not in that position. I don't hire and fire coaches. He does better than I could do. So I'm not going to sit. Hey, it's not my money. I'm not paying him. I go and hope he wins. And if he doesn't, I say, dang it. That's kind of my new thing this year. Watch. And if they don't win, say, dang it, move on. I don't like it. I'm 38 years old now. I've got kids. I coach my own sports, and it has changed my perception on this a little bit. I used to wake up on a Sunday morning after a loss and feel like my dog had just died. I don't feel that way anymore. I don't like it, but it doesn't hit me that hard anymore. Um, but I can't remember what's going with that. But, you know, it to me, at this season, it just it wasn't real. It it was it was not real. I went to every home game. I went to all five home games. The Kentucky game, after kickoff, when it was an all-student, pretty much all-student stadium, everybody sat down. It was quiet. The LSU game, we're killing them. I think the Anthony Schwartz bomb, that was pretty loud. After that, no sound. It's just, it was a dead season. And Auburn went six and four, and they lost one bad they have one bad loss whatever you want to say they have one bad loss the other three were top 10 teams teams that they could beat georgia if if auburn played like they did against lsu they'd beat georgia especially at that time of year um so you know it it's it was hard for me to take I, there were multiple times where if the game was at 6:30 like yesterday Three years ago, last year, I would have done nothing but sit there and think about the game. Yesterday, we went and did stuff. We, uh, I mean, it was like, oh, yeah, the game's tonight. Oh, we got to watch the basketball game before. I mean, it was kind of, it's just, it has nothing to do with Auburn. Like, it's not like once we lost Alabama or once we lost Georgia, I didn't care anymore. It's just this season is hard to care about. I mean, you have Ohio State playing five games and they're going to get the national championship or they're going to get the playoffs. I mean, it's just very hard to care about it at a normal level. So I kind of thought they would keep Gus for that anyway. I mean, six and four, lost three rivals or two rivals in Texas A&M, which Texas A&M is a rival now. They're a good team in the West. They should be a rival. Uh, And, you know, not good, not great, but not awful. I mean, Auburn is still considered by everybody the fifth best team in the, in the SEC out of 14. And if you talk to, you know, Mr. Negativity, 
you would think we were the 12th best team in the SEC. There are a lot of things that were not good this year. Bo was out, was out of sync with his receivers a lot. I think that a lot has to do with more than more. What am I trying to say? A lot of it is more on his receivers than Bo. Bo does a lot of Brett Favre run around backyard football things. I get that. And I'm not putting it on anybody, but I think more needs to be put on the receivers than is, than is. Um, but it's just less practice time, no spring, brand new offensive line, pretty much brand new defensive line. Almost it's at, you know, for the most part, it's it. I just don't think the season should count against anybody. And if Alabama wasn't destroying everybody like we, this is a conversation to have for the last eight years. If Alabama wasn't destroying everybody, I promise you, you would mostly all feel the same. So, yeah, it is what it is. I have told multiple people I didn't want Gus to go, but is it going to kill my life? Am I going to just sit here and say, whoa, no, what are we going to do? No. He's He is set. I mean, I don't care one bit about what anybody says. I mean, he, he just made $21 million, and they have to give half of it in this first year, I think, or maybe right right now. So did he? He just made ten and a half million dollars. So I'm not worried about Gus like that. I just don't think see, this season should be held against anybody. And even still, it wasn't absolutely awful. Auburn is considered the fifth best team. They are projected to go to the Citrus Bowl. Yes, I know that means there's four teams better than them, and they're really every year Auburn should probably be in the top three or four. But you know this year should not be held against anybody. I'm just going to keep saying that. Um, and I'm not going to – people keep asking what are my, my candidates. That's the biggest thing. I mean, that that is bigger than anything to me, than if he deserved it. People act like he deserves it, like he's sitting over there just counting his money and doesn't care one bit. Gus Malzahn does not care about money at all. Why? Because he's got plenty. And he just coaches football. So, you know, besides all of that, we go into who you going to hire. And I know that's become a little joke on Twitter. And it's like, you know, people said it for two or three years. It's, it's like Alabama and the national championships. They know they don't have 100 national championships. But you bring it up and you keep refuting it and all of that. And eventually they just get tired of it and they just go, oh, yeah, you're just jealous. You know, they turn it back on you. And that like, oh, you're still making that joke? Yes, because that's true. So basically that has happened with the who you're going to hire. Who are you going to hire? Oh, you're just saying that again. That's a terrible excuse. Okay, who are you going to hire? Oh, you're just saying that. No, who are you going to hire? So obviously the... The big names everybody's saying is Mario Cristobal, Saban assistant. Look up that record. Uh, Hugh Freeze. It's not as bad as Bobby Petrino to me, but it's close. Uh, if you remember Bobby Petrino, Malzahn war from 2012 when, you know, the people that hate me on Twitter started hating me. Um, and there's another part that there's another thing that. Uh, well, I won't say that now. Um, so Cristobal, Freeze, uh, some people are saying Urban Meyer. I don't, 
Urban Meyer could have gone to multiple places since he was too stressed to coach, and I don't see it happening. There's a there's a ton of dumb rumors on Twitter about him buying a house in Auburn, which is ridiculous. Uh, Lane Kiffin is, I mean, some people are just, these are names people are just throwing out because they don't care one bit about Auburn. They just think it'd be funny. Um, Lane Kiffin is, is scan, he's not scandalous, but you know, he's that he doesn't take it seriously. He wants to win and he's a good play caller and he sets up good plays and it works for a few years, but he doesn't, he won't care about Auburn one bit, one bit. Steve Sarkeesian, uh, save an assistant, look up that record. Um, I think Steve Sarkeesian could actually be the Alabama coach if he stayed around and saving resigns in two or three years. So I don't think him going to Auburn would get him back to Alabama. Um, who else? Throw out other names. I can't think of, think of them. Uh, Auburn Einstein has entered the chat. I don't know. I mean, yeah, somebody just said Kevin Sumlin. I, one of my buddies tweeted, texted me the other day before the game and said he wanted Mario Cristobal as the head coach, Kevin Sumlin as offensive coordinator, and Derek Mason as defensive coordinator. And I responded with their records, which is 3-2, and 0-5, oh and 0-8. And oh and so I go back to who are you going to hire? This is, I've said this a thousand times on Twitter, and I, I got to forget that people don't read every tweet I, I put out there, but this is the toughest, well, I would say two years ago, last year was the toughest, last year, obviously, was the toughest the job Auburn job has ever been. LSU winning the national championship going undefeated. Alabama being Alabama. Georgia being better than they have when, if you look at, I saw this that other day, if you look at Rick, Mark Rick and Kirby Smart's record, it's the exact same right now. I think it might have been one game different, but pretty much the exact same. And we act like Georgia's just this juggernaut now. No, they got into the playoffs after Auburn beat them and then got, you know, they got to rest and Auburn played with, with a hurt carry on and they got to play a home game in Atlanta and, and, you know, kind of beat us in the fourth quarter. So we act like Georgia something, but they're really not. They're the same. We just can't beat them for some reason before Gus, not just Gus. Uh, so Auburn has the toughest job right now. Auburn is the toughest job. Now I will say it got a little bit easier this year. LSU took a step back. They played well against Florida, but I don't see how, I mean, they'll be, they'll be okay. I think this year was just so much was lost, but you know, they'll get, I don't know. I would say with, with Coach O, it's a crapshoot, but they'll be okay. But, you know, Georgia is still top 10. Alabama is number one. This is the hardest the job's ever been. And Gus Malzahn is still doing better than the Auburn average. He won more games at Auburn, two-thirds of his games, which is more than what Auburn has won in history. People say that's a cheap stat. But no, it is not when you consider especially that Alabama, Georgia, and LSU are winning more than they've ever won. You can't compare Pat Dye. You can't, and I love Pat Dye, 100%, number one co Auburn coach in history. You can't compare him and what he played or what Suge Jordan played, Suge Jordan, excuse me, 
what Gene Chizik played, whatever. Gene Chizik had a taste of it. Tuberville had a taste of it. But Tuberville got out before Saban was there. So, unless, this is why it was, it feels wrong to me this year. Unless you have Gus Malzahn or better, why do you do this? Of course, we're all going back, and this is really weird to me. We're all going back to the rich, the rich guys who run Auburn. It has nothing to do with the athletic department. Alan Green, whatever, he's just listening to the to the um, Harberts and whoever, the Jimmy Reigns, and they want to just pick their guy and go with it. I don't know why those guys disappear until coaching searches happen. Because, you know, we really hadn't heard a bunch. Bobby Louder, we haven't heard really anything about them. But apparently we were able to raise $21 million or maybe $10 million with them. And now they're just the men behind the curtain running this thing. So, I don't know. I don't know. Which, so one one name I haven't mentioned was Kevin Steele. He apparently has a lot of backing from some of the boosters. Somebody just said that in the chat. Uh, Harbert is a, a college of business guy who was pretty much responsible for the ex, Gus's extension. People are saying Steele. He'd be he'd be a you know easy. Well, I say this: if you want to keep our recruits, which apparently we have a terrible recruiting class, so why do we care? If you want to keep our recruits, you keep him. You don't have to worry about buying out his contract or the, probably most of the defensive coaches' contracts. You just bring in an offense. Kevin Steele, as much as I love him, he loves Auburn. He 100% loves Auburn. He wants to retire in Auburn. His kids went to Auburn, or his daughter did. They They love him because it would be easy, I think. But here's the thing. Kevin Steele is a good defensive coordinator. But how, and you know, you're going to blame youth and you're going to blame players this year. But what was his defense like this year? Was it very good? No, it was youthful. Okay. So, but when the defense is a problem, it's not the coach's fault. When the offense is a problem, it's the coach's fault. Right. So this year, the defense was not great, especially against a run later in the year. It was good yesterday against Mississippi State. It was, it was fine. It was, but, you know, it was the best they've ever played. But look at, I mean, you got to see who they're playing. 190 rushing yards for the entire season. That's who they're playing. Um, so, you know, Kevin Steele also has one of the worst losses in history on him. He gave up like 70 points to West Virginia one year. He was a head coach, and he won one game. So, you know, again, I don't want to bash him, but it is a very – very, very Jabba hire. Jabba, to all you people that don't live on Twitter like us, just Auburn being Auburn, J-A-B-A. And that's that would be a typical, that's what, you know, I used to say Jabba is actually hating everything, which is what it's turned into. But that would be a very simple, very dumb why did we just spend $21 million to get rid of this coach to keep this coach 
who has really the only head coaching experience he has was an absolute disaster. Um, his unit this year took a step back. The largely returning secondary. Um, you know, so as much as I love him as a defensive coordinator, that's not a step up to me in any way. In any way. That is very lackluster. That is not going to excite anybody. It's not going to excite offensive players to come to a defensive coach's team, which that's something I'll talk about in a second. Um, I'm looking at, uh, what's his name? Steele's head coaching record at Baylor. He was there from 99 to 2002. He was 1-10. in 10. No wins in the conference. Two and nine, no wins in the conference. Three and eight, no wins in the conference. Three and nine, one and seven in the conference. So he went one and 31 in the Big 12. That was the one win I was talking about. One and 31. So, you know, Josh Corbett on here, sorry to say your name, but it says Gus is supposed to be an offensive guru. I've yelled about that forever. He, he was, he was pressured to take, to give away the offense multiple times, went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But people say that in a condescending way, like he walks around thumping his chest saying, I'm an offensive guru. No, he, he, Nick Saban said it today. He changed the way he run, he gets his offense and runs his offense or gets his coaches to run his offense because of Gus Malzahn, because they couldn't beat it. And so they changed it. So yes, Gus Malzahn is an offensive guru. It the the game evolves. Everybody does it now. It's easier to defend because everybody sees it. So yeah. Um let me see. I'm gonna see if I can invite somebody to talk on here. Cause that was one thing we can do. And see if anybody wants to. Um let's see. Turn three in here. Uh, Gus's offense only works with a dual threat. I agree. I, mean, I wouldn't say only works. I mean, Jarrett Stidham ran it pretty well for one year. Um, but this offense this year should have been almost Nick Marshall's offense with Bo. I mean, Bo's very elusive, pretty quick. I wouldn't say beat Nick Marshall in a foot race, but it wouldn't be bad. I mean, Bo is, without saying he's as great as these players were, he is a mixture of Tim Tebow and uh, and Johnny Manziel to me with Brett Favre's mindset. He can run, do really crazy things, and then throw an interception he shouldn't have. But then, like Tebow, can run over somebody. So, I don't know. This whole thing right now, yes, Jarrett Sidham has a tail. This whole thing is, I think this was pressure before the game. We got beat by Alabama really bad, which guess what? They've done that to everybody. Uh, Texas A&M was a, was a possible win, even in the fourth quarter. Defense couldn't hold up. Auburn offense had the ball for four minutes in the fourth quarter. Was it then? If the decision was made after that game, I think that's kind of dumb. But uh, here's a stat I was looking at. I don't know. 
if any SEC coach, it, I'd be hard pressed to find any national coach has ever been fired from a job that he did not have a losing season. I mean, I'm sure it's happened somewhere. It's hard for me to think of one in the SEC, at least in the last 30 years. I don't, I mean, that's tough. I mean, that that's pretty much just saying, and I get it. People are acting like, you know, it was time. It's kind of like a breakup where you just don't, you ain't feeling it anymore. Um, I mean, I, I see that sentiment somewhat, but I'm the kind of, I'm very argumentative and defensive of the things I like. And when I see dumb arguments, I'm going to respond back. And it looks like I'm defending everything. I'm just, no, I'm just arguing your dumb point. So I get the whole complacency, whatever. But again, if you compare that to what Auburn has been, people have this idea that Auburn has been Alabama their entire, what Alabama is now, their entire existence. They have not. They don't have a state name. That is a huge deal. Auburn, Clemson, and Notre Dame. Maybe throw Stanford in there for good measure. Those are about the only places, the only schools that don't have a state name that are that are, are top ten teams. I mean, I don't, I don't understand. The mindset, and this is not acting like we've got to be this little pitiful team over here and let's just always be this pitiful team. That is not my mindset. I want Auburn to win the national championship every single year. Here's the weird thing about me, though. I'd rather win it with three stars than five stars. That's just, that. I think that's an Auburn thing. You're still winning. I just, that's kind of, you grow up, you see Alabama win some national championships, you hear how great they are your whole life. You got Auburn, who's, you know, got Courtney Taylor, who was a one-star beating them. That's that's what I like. So, again, I want Auburn to win the national championship every year. Has it ever happened? Has it happened? Yes, it's happened once that, that we were alive for, that in the current type of system. The 57 championship was a newspaper championship after – after the fact, and we were on probation and all that, not to take away from anything, but it's nothing like it is now where you go through a process to win it. Um, someone on, on the chat says winning 60%, 66% of your games after eight years, isn't going to cut it. Hashtag, I'm going to say hashtag year eight. Number one, 66% is higher than Auburn. Auburn has, as, historically has won 63% of their games. 66% is higher than that. So he, Gus, was doing better than Auburn. So that is an improvement, number one. Number two, the dumbest thing I see on Twitter or anything is saying what year the coach is in. Guess what year Bruce Pearl's in? He's in year seven. He's got the youngest team in the SEC right now. Why did he allow young players? Why did he allow his team to get so young? It's year seven. Shouldn't he have a, a team full of seniors going to the national championship this year? It's the dumbest argument. This is not pro sports. This is not pro sports. It is not a continuous build. Players leave. 
players sometimes are not as good as you thought they were going to be. Alabama lost what? How many games? They lost two games last year. It was year 11 for Nick Saban or whatever. How dare he? How do you lose two games in year? That, I mean, that's so stupid. It's like, okay, I, I lost three games last year, but next year's year four, so I can't lose more than three because I got to go, I got to get up and up and up and up and up. It's college sports. You have a different quarterback every three years at most. Players leave, they graduate, they go pro, whatever. The only reason you could argue year eight, year seven, is if you take a if you if you take a seven a three win team and by year seven you're still winning three games. That is no progression. But Gus Malzahn took a three win team, won twelve the next year, and huddled around nine, eleven, eight, whatever. That's not, that's not not doing anything in year eight. It's just, it's about as dumb as going four losses. Okay, I'm getting mad. Four losses. Okay, why'd you pick that number? Guess what? If Auburn lost three games for eight years in a row, they'd go, he loses, he loses three games every year. Four is, is not a thing. You made that thing up. Anyway, why not Bill Clark? What he has done at UAB is amazing. What he has done at UAB playing a Conference USA schedule is amazing. It was cool that, not cool that they got broken up, but cool that he brought it back and, and they've won and I think they had like a 20-game winning streak at home or whatever. That is not going to be exciting to me at all or multiple people. Again, you didn't just fire the the coach, pretty much the only coach that can beat Nick Saban and a at a semi, you know, semi uh, consistent basis, like the only guy who can like do it multiple times. You don't fire him to go. Yeah, let's go get the UAB coach, the guy at Louisiana Lafayette Napier. Does that excite anybody? Does that go? Yeah, we went from Malzahn, who was coach of the year one year to the Louisiana Lafayette coach. He might be a great guy. He might come here, and I'll defend him and be behind him, and I hope we win the national championship with him. But that's why this is not a good year for the firing, because there's nobody, unless you're going to talk somebody like Urban Meyer, not necessarily Urban Meyer, but talk somebody like him into coming in, coming here. So, again, Will says I have an awful take. I'm sure it's about the year eight stuff or or whatever, but it's that is what it is. It, it's not this is not pro sports where you just continuously build this thing that never falters in any way. So again, you've got we've got two things here that could happen. Auburn fired somebody because they have their guy and somebody that they think is really good and that they had to get now. That's that's one thing. Uh, or they fired him because big wigs wanted him gone and was tired of watching from their lake house. Shout out to people with lake houses. 
and they don't have anybody. Oh, Will, that's in the chat right now. What are you saying other schools are doing that's possible? Yes. What? Okay. Let's let's talk about this. Chuck brings up a good point. What if we beat LSU last year and had the exact same season this year? You beat what could still probably become the national champion. One loss to us wasn't going to derail them. We lose by four points, I think, wasn't it? Twenty-four twenty. Their closest game, their toughest game, their toughest game of the season. They said it. So, would that change anything? No, it wouldn't for some. Sorry, I'm reading chats. Will says, every other team, uh, other schools are reloading year in and year out. How many schools? Two? Three? Okay, I'll say four. I'll give you four. Alabama is reloading, and they've done it for a decade. Georgia kind of reloads, but... Their offense was very shaky this year. What's his name? Had a great game against us somehow. Then they couldn't do anything for about four weeks when we would have beaten them. And then now JT McDaniel looks decent. I don't know how many years he has left. But Georgia kind of reloads at this point a little bit, but they always have. And again, same record as when Mark Rick was there. Uh, Clemson's reloading. Why? Because they play in the ACC and they can they convince players that they can come there and play for a national championship every year because they play one hard game a year, two if you count both of the playoffs. So five stars going to Alabama and Clemson are cop-outs, by the way, uh, and they're even worse to go to Clemson. Um, and then Ohio State, which they get everybody above the Mason-Dixon line that's good. So there's four teams that reload every year consistently with no faltering over the last five years. And I'm not, I actually, I will throw Georgia out of that. So I'm going to say three teams. So what's the difference? Well, I, I told you, we don't have a state name. Clemson doesn't have a state name. Clemson plays in the ACC. And they've got this ball rolling, pulling in five stars that play a nothing schedule. So, uh, I did not say it's not possible to reload. I'm just saying the whole year eight excuse as if it's year eight, why aren't you reloading, is a ridiculous argument. It rarely happens. It only happens at big, big, big schools that either have no competition or cheat like crazy. It can happen. It can happen. But for Auburn to do it is a lot harder than other places. Because Auburn is a tiny little town in, in East Al- East Alabama. Uh, let's see. Look, Josh says the same thing. If those three teams can reload, Auburn should be able to do it. Okay, well, if it's that simple, then why aren't the other 110 teams doing it? Why? Because it's not simple. You either cheat, you have Nick Saban, or you play in a nothing conference. Ohio State plays in a nothing conference. Clemson plays in a nothing conference. Alabama has Saban. Those are three things that Auburn does not have. 
and will not have. Put Auburn in the East, I guarantee you they've been in the playoffs at least once in the last five years. It it matters. The schedule matters. Who you play matters more than anything. Chuck is on a roll with referee calls here. He says if they review the A&M dropped pass, that's another loss gone. The A&M dropped pass. I don't remember that. I remember the pass yesterday that Seth called on the line and they didn't call. Um, this year, <laughs> never mind, I'm not going to read that one. Um, I'm not saying Auburn can't be the best. I'm saying Auburn is behind the eight ball more than other teams. And I think they probably always will be. If it's so easy, why didn't Pat Dye do it? Why didn't Tuberville do it when Alabama was down? Why uh, Chiswick did it with the best player we've had? Um, Malzahn took us to the national championship the next year. Should have gone in 2017. Georgia got a rest week, got a home game in the SEC championship, and got to play with carry on, got to play us with carry on hurt. Auburn is a small town in East Alabama. Pat Dye brought them out of that. Pat Dye, what he did to bring the game to the Iron Bowl to, to Auburn, changed everything. High school players don't know where Auburn is. High school players know where Alabama is. We're behind the eight ball, and I like it. I want to be number one every week, every year. I want Auburn to win by 50 every single game. But I'm also a little bit realistic, and I also like the little bit of an underdog mentality. That's Auburn. Auburn is not 105 stars beating everybody by 50. They're not. And they will never be that. That doesn't mean they're not good. How many SEC West teams have played the national championship in the last 15 years? Three. That's three teams. Auburn's one of them. Okay, let me catch up. Somebody says we need somebody who's good at cheating. Coach Dye used to always say, I don't know if any program's Lily White. Please discuss. This year is the best year to get away with not firing someone. This year is the best year to get away with not firing someone. Yeah, I mean, you have every reason in the world to not fire somebody this year. Oh, yes. Uh, Clemson is a small, crappy town in South Carolina. Yes. And Auburn still leads the record with them by 20 games. But Dabo got some excitement there. It turned into this place where five stars will go because they don't have to play anybody. And they immediately get to go to the national championship every year. And they immediately get their name in the big games. And they go pro. Nick Saban built that at Alabama with the tough schedule and gets to say, hey, look at all these people that I sent pro. Dabo is saying, hey, come over here and you get to play Virginia Tech in North Carolina and you'll be in the national championship in three months and everybody will know your name. What Clemson's doing is what Auburn, I mean, Auburn would do would be the exact same situation. And it's funny because they copied everything about us. It's 100% fact. That is not a, a dig. 
100% fact. Clemson copied everything from Auburn because our coach went to Clemson and took the jerseys. They were faded blue, turned purple, and that's why they're Auburn. They're orange and purple. 2013 was a fluke. It's hard to have a fluke over multiple games. Really hard. Uh, people want Auburn to be like Bama, and that's unrealistic expectations. Yes, that is true. That is 100% true. They don't want to admit it. They think what they see on their Facebook feed from their Bama friends, that that is enough for them to to just go off. And why aren't we that? We could be that. Have we ever been that? Do we have Nick Saban, who's the best recruiter in the world, not a best coach, best recruiter in the world? Do we have uh, the name Alabama, which was ballooned up by an athletic director that made up numbers? No, we don't have that. Sorry. We don't have ESPN and CBS on our job. We do have ESPN. They love to come to Auburn. Yeah, what is this? Disney made a movie about Clemson. Did So I was pulling up Disney Plus the other day, and first thing up there was, what's it called? Uh, I don't know. It's a single word. I can't remember what it is. But anyway, then I noticed Stephen Clark, the punter from 2013, He's in the movie just as an extra, and he's playing the punter for Clemson, and he's wearing a full-on Clemson uniform. Check his Instagram. Uh, yeah, Disney's making a movie about Clemson. It looks like from the Tommy Bowden era because the coach on there has gray hair. Safety's the name of the movie. Um, Ian is the best recruiter for Saban. Yeah. Saban feared Gus, and Saban is shocked we fired him. I mean, Saban said today all the things you would say, like, I don't know who's making the decisions over there. He's a great coach. He was one of he was a great adversary. But the biggest thing Saban said was he he brought in that offense. A lot of teams do it now, and him and Hugh Freeze, and we couldn't beat them, so we changed, and we run our offense like that now. TB Willie says, remember when Alabama sucked? Yes, I was in school when Alabama sucked. We lost in – 2001 when Santonio Beard ran all over us and there were this was this was before Auburn Twitter but this is when Auburn fans were stupid too Carnell Williams got hurt and the rumor was that he and Ronnie Brown got in a fight in the or he and the defense got in a fight with uh in the locker room and they broke a chair over him and that's how he broke his collarbone or whatever he was hurt Auburn Twitter would have had a field day with that So, I don't know what else to say. I mean, I I guess we could talk about who who's the coach, who the next coach is going to be. Okay, somebody asked, why can't you talk about big names that justify firing Gus this year? I'm not. I didn't say I couldn't, but there are no big names that justify firing Gus this year to me. Again, like I said, unless you're going to get somebody like Urban Meyer, I don't think Urban Meyer comes out of coaching or comes out of retirement for coaching. If he does, whatever, I'll try to figure I'll make fun of it for a little while because he's never beaten Auburn. Um, but I don't – there are no coaches that excite me right now. It would have to be going and stealing somebody from a big job, not – Louisiana Lafayette, not UAB, not even Oregon. Again, I won't eat my words. I will defend them to, you know, if they're the coach. I wouldn't defend Bobby Petrino. 
And like I said, Hugh Freeze is not far from that. So it's going to take somebody else's. It's going to take somebody else's coach, a big name, for there to be excitement. Otherwise, we don't, Auburn doesn't need a. You you think you say Auburn fans are apathetic right now? Said that they're not apathetic with Auburn. They're apathetic with football in COVID time. People don't realize that Alabama fans aren't having as much fun as they normally do. They might make fun of you on Facebook, but they don't. They aren't. So you think it's apathetic right now. Wait until Auburn hires Kevin Steele or Bill, uh, Billy Napier or Bill Clark. Think about the next eight months with that, with that level of excitement. I mean, that's, I, I did, I don't want Gus to go in any way because uh, multiple reasons. This is one right now. There's nobody else, but I'd be lying if there wasn't like 0.5% excitement of just, Hey, we'll start something new. We'll get a, we'll have a new coach. It'll be something new to follow. You know, I mean, there's, there's always that human nature bit of, you know, this might be fun to get to see what else somebody else can do. Or we might get this guy who's a big name and you never thought he'd come to Auburn. Think about that with, for the next eight months of, you know, Bill Clark. No, it's gone. There's nothing, there's nothing to recruit with. There's nothing to be excited about. Somebody said Jason Brown, the guy from last chance you, uh, Buddy Stevens, yes, he was great. Willie Anderson, who used to play offensive line for Auburn, he said on Twitter earlier tonight that he knows who the coach is. He knows who they're going to hire. That's what he said. Um, I did see somebody, and he said we will back him. I don't necessarily mean. I don't necessarily think that means, hey, you're going to be happy with who it is. I think he's just saying, hey, as Auburn fans, we're going to back him because that's what we do. But. I did see somebody ask him, Hugh Freeze, and he said, nah. That's all he said. I DM'd him and said, who is it? And he didn't respond. Uh, let me uh, retweet this real quick to get a little more. Um. Maybe we'll, we should have some more people join in. It's getting fun. Uh, so Willie Anderson knows. I don't know. Yeah, let's talk about some other names. Matt Campbell, Iowa State. Wouldn't that be funny if we went and got Chiswick from Iowa State, 5-19, and 19, and went and got Matt Campbell from Iowa State, who lost to Louisiana Lafayette, who was coached by Billy Napier, who people want, who is a former saving assistant, and saving assistants do not beat Alabama. What about Will Muschamp? I think if Will Muschamp coached at a bigger, well, Florida's a big school. If he had an exciting offense, if he had like, I think Will Muschamp and Lane Kiffin would actually make a good combination of coaches. But that's not going to happen. The Avery says, the who's a better hire argument can be made almost every year. No, it can't. Not at all. 
last year people moved around. It was a big, it was a big hiring. I can't think of any right now, of course, but last year it was exciting. This year you're looking at up and comers. You're looking at, oh, this guy did wonders at small college U. He's probably an up and comer. If Auburn went three and nine this year, fine. Let's do that. Auburn went six and four. Could have won, you know, probably still, I don't know. We're going to a bowl game still. Probably going to go to the Citrus Bowl and play Northwestern in their Super Bowl. And maybe be, maybe seven and four. Seven wins in a 10, in an 11 game season, whatever. COVID year, who cares? But Auburn did not. I can't remember who it was on Twitter said something like, you know, Gus made Gus took us from three and nine to 12 and two in one year. Don't expect that this time. That was special. That is true. That was very special. But Auburn didn't go three and nine this year. Auburn's still going to have Bo Nix next year, who is a good quarterback who does too much. I'll say that he, they, he might, he could have Schwartz back again. He could and should have Seth Williams back next year. He could have Eli Stove back next year. Eli Stove could be 24 years old playing wide receiver at Auburn because they didn't count this year. So, all right, somebody's asking about Chip Kelly. I think, where did he go? Where did he, I, I, he he's irrelevant to me. Where did he even coach in the NFL? Why can't I remember this? The Eagles? I don't know. Chuck is bringing up some big names. Jeremy Pruitt. Oh, yeah. Tom Herman. Oh, yeah. Scott F. Scott. <laughs> Scott Frost. Jimbo. What have they done? Jimbo took eight years to get Texas A&M semi-respectable, and they are probably going to play in the the not playoff bowl for the SEC. That is Kellen Mond finally didn't throw 100 interceptions. What about Trooper Taylor? Where is old Trooper? Chip Lindsey. That would be Jabba. My old high school keyboarding teacher is offensive coordinator at Troy under Chip Lindsey. Brian Blackman coached it up like a was an analyst at Auburn. Yes, I know Chip Lindsey is at UCLA now. Not Chip Lindsey. Chip... Uh, I can't think of his name. That's all Chip Kelly. Chuck says this entire situation is wild because usually simple minds are easy to please. Are you saying like there's a thousand op there's a thousand options and they're all these little up and comers and hey he did good at UABs and all that? Is that what you mean? And nobody will, will settle down on one? Okay, we're having late covers to the chat, but that's fine. What about Mario Cristobal? Cristobal, he is 51 and 56 as a head coach. Yes, he coached FIU, and that probably brought all of his stuff, all of his record down. But Oregon is 3-2 and two this year. Lost to Oregon State and Cal in their last two games. Oh, and who beat him last year? Who was it that beat him? Oh, it was Gus with a freshman Bo Nix. So why? He's a Saban assistant. What what happens to those? What happens? Has Saban ever lost to an assistant? I'll I'll give you five seconds to look it up. One, two, three, four, five. Nope. Zero. 
He has zero. Let me see if I can change the background. Is anybody watching this? Or are you just listening? Because I just changed the background of my logo. That looks a lot better. If you will hire Gene Sisnick, you'll hire anyone. Oh, yeah. I was going to say this. Chiswick was hired in 08. Was it 07, actually? No, 08. Yeah. It was, yeah. 08 season was the terrible one. Five and seven. Chiswick was hired kind of right when I got on Twitter. I need to go back and look. Um, I didn't, I don't think anybody, any Auburn fan really loved the hire. Five and 19 at Iowa State. What? It was a very Jay Jacobs hire, which worked out just like hiring Bruce Pearl worked out, just like hiring Butch Thompson worked out. All Jay Jacobs hires. Clint Myers, take away all the scandal. It worked out. Um, all that, you know, Chiswick was like, what? That was it. I remember I found out driving down 280. I want to say, was it think It was after Thanksgiving. I don't know. Driving down 280, going to my in-laws house and being like, what? Iowa State. So we haven't been around for a coaching hire on Twitter that, that, I mean, we've only had one. So it's kind of, it's going to be a brave new world. I mean, last one, uh, it was all Malzahn versus Petrino. Like I said, multiple people who, you know, used to follow me and, hey, love your stuff. Oh, you don't want Petrino? You're an awful person. Die in the fire, please. Because um, that's how Auburn Twitter is, or most of Twitter is, not Auburn Twitter. Um so this time, I don't know what it's going to be like. There's not going to be any heavy favorites. I don't know, again, what we have. Is it going to be, we've got our guy, that's why we did this? Or we're going to take a look at about three or four guys, and we'll let you know. One tidbit of information that kind of circulated Twitter was, uh, Napier, the Louisiana Lafayette coach, who they did beat Iowa State earlier this year, um, he turned down the South Carolina job supposedly because he heard something bigger was coming. His agent told him something bigger was coming. Okay. Was that this? Did they already know by then? I don't know. Uh, so that's just a, a note. I I was told this is the most... He said, she said thing, but the, the old Hugh Freeze's old Miss defensive coordinator, whoever that was, lives next to someone I know's best friend, and he said Freeze is all but done. So Shaker Jack on here keeps saying it's Hugh Freeze. TB Willie makes a great point. Cristobal had Justin Herbert, who's about to be the rookie of the year in the NFL, and did not beat us. Chip Lars says, we're not hiring a coach from Louisiana Lafayette. Actually, he says Lafayette, Louisiana. Which, that's a that's a pain in the, to me. I never, you know, they, for some reason, now just call themselves Louisiana. No. 
If Louisiana Monroe has to call themselves Louisiana Monroe, you're calling yourself Louisiana Lafayette. I don't care what you say. Hugh Freeze. I'll just, okay, let's just go ahead and have this conversation. Hugh Freeze at Ole Miss. When Ole Miss, he had Ole Miss good. But what were they doing? Cheating. Got caught cheating. Five stars were all of a sudden coming to Ole Miss. Cheating. So at Ole Miss, whenever, when he was beating Alabama two years in a row, what was he doing? Cheating. So is he a good coach or is he a good cheater? He goes to Liberty where I've said this multiple times. Uh, Liberty will be in probably the ACC or the Big 12. They may have to go to another conference, right, you know, for a few years, but they will be in a Power 5 conference soon, not because of how good they are, but because of how much money they have and how much they've grown. They're probably one of the richest, you know, donor-heavy colleges, schools in the nation. They're getting good players. They're a transfer-heavy school, but they're getting all these good players for second chances and all that kind of stuff, Malik Willis. And they have better players in the team that they play. So that's why he freezes winning. I mean, they're playing in a terrible conference, and he's winning with Malik Willis. SEC almost caliber players players. So Hugh Freeze, take the scandal away, the cell phone stuff. He wanted Ole Miss when he was cheating, and now he's playing at Liberty against terrible competition. Now I have heard that the Malzon I mean the Malzons are friends with the Freezes. People make mistakes, whatever. I'm not even talking about that part of it. But I'm talking about football stuff. Do we know he's actually good as a clean coach? That's all I'm saying. Auburn Nation says, seriously, none of the candidates on the list that are floating around are real upgrades from Gus. You're correct. 100% correct. The Deadbulls, I'll play Devils, Deadbulls, Devils Advocate for a second, or Bloggles Advocate for a second. No, Bloggles Adversary for a second. If they're the same, is it okay? I'll say this again. I slightly understand the argument that it was just stale. It was a breakup that was just, hey, I like making out every once in a while, but I just don't feel the same way I used to. I get it a little bit. That doesn't mean it needs to happen, but I understand what you're saying. That doesn't mean he should have hit her, but I understand. Who says that? Uh, Kiffin is an elite offensive mind. is hungry to beat Saban. He doesn't care, and he won't be an Auburn guy. And, yes, I want an Auburn guy as G-A-Y as you think that sounds. I want somebody who cares about Auburn and wants to make Auburn good, not that wants to come here and just beat Saban. Logan Pierce says, who's your number one candidate to replace Gus? No clue. Urban Meyer is the one and only if we fired Gus. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying it has to be Urban, but it has to be somebody of that caliber. Caliber. Urban never beat Auburn. Let's just say that again. And Urban has a lot of things that people make fun of him for. But it has to be somebody like that. I'm very surprised nobody said Bob Stoops, by the way. 
I mean, I wouldn't say yes to him at all. They call him Big Game Bob for a reason, and they said Gus couldn't win on the SEC in the ro- on the road in the SEC. So how's Bob Stoops going to do? It? Ryan Gant says, "Bloggle, can you coach?" I think I'm a pretty decent youth baseball coach, competitive youth base youth baseball coach. Hugh Freeze will care about Auburn. I do. I believe in that. Yes. I don't think Hugh Freeze is a terrible person. I think Hugh Freeze did bad things in his personal life, but he's gone. He's now to Christian school and, you know, had everything taken away from him and was humbled and all that. I get that. I get that. He was humbled, did wrong. People found out about it. It was very public. And now he's built his reputation back up a little bit. But I'm just going to keep saying at Ole Miss, he was cheating and that's why they won. He has a good system, but it, even now at Liberty, he is play, he is playing bad teams with good players. Someone says, hey, "Here's a new one, well, actually an oldie, but a goodie." I wonder if they put out any feelers to PJ Fleck. This was a funny year for all for all these people that wanted coaches last year. Everybody wanted PJ, not everybody. They wanted P.J. Flex so bad. Why? Jabba. Because he beat us in the bowl game, and he's this up-and-comer and exciting little dude. He's a little spitfire, ball of fire. He's so fun. He has sayings, and he's short and bald, and he'll punch in the junk. Okay, and then what did he do this year? They're not good. It was like, oh, he's the absolute yes. He is the perfect hire force. All because he beat us in the bowl game, and you saw him. You saw him win a, ba- a football game, and so you're like, yep, that's who we get. That's who we're going to get. Cristobal, same thing. Hey, we need to get Cristobal. Yep, Fleck is not good anymore. I moved on to Cristobal. Cristobal then proceeds to lose to Oregon State and Cal. So it's like all of a sudden, all these people that are just absolute up-and-coming big name or possible big name, just like loss, loss, loss. What's the difference between... Pearl Jam and MC, PJ Fleck and Mario Cristobal. The difference is Fleck did not coach under under Nick Saban. Everybody keeps saying this in the chat. Urban to Auburn is the only way firing Gus right now makes sense, but I doubt it happens. Again, for the hundredth time, somebody like that, I don't think Urban would do it, but somebody like that is the only reason it makes sense. It'll be interesting to see where Gus goes. Wes Mitchell says that. Yes. This is really weird. Because, like, when Chiswick got fired, I understood it. They were, we were 3-9, and nine and it was going down, and I understood it. He didn't go coach anywhere. He went to North Carolina as defense coordinator, and I guess I kind of cared a little bit. But if Gus goes to, like, I don't know, Virginia Tech, it's going to be really hard for me not to pull, like, for Virginia Tech. Mainly because I just want people to be, look stupid. Auburn Nation says, problem is Auburn Twitter expects Saban product. We don't cheat. We don't do things in recruiting that re- require them to create loopholes. There are so many rules in recruiting now that come because Nick Saban did something. We forget that. J-Lo. Welcome, J-Lo. Says, why do we bring coaches that are not winners? Um, 
Gene Chizik was not a winner before Auburn. He was five and nineteen, and then he won the national championship. Gus was part of the national championship, had a winning record at Arkansas State the year before, and his only year head coaching. So I don't know what you're talking about. If I was Gus, a hundred percent, I would just not coach this next year. You just got millions of dollars. He's probably one of those people that can't sit still. I know he is. So I will, I would a hundred percent just chill. I know he has his, he's got family in Van, at uh, Nashville. He can go coach at Vanderbilt. They won't care about winning as much. Tennessee might fire Jeremy Pruitt. Could he go there? Shaker Jack says he'll pull for Gus if he plays Auburn. I'll be honest with you. Unless they bring in somebody really, really, really good. Like if they brought in uh, Bobby Petrino, I would pull for Gus 100% over Bobby Petrino. I wouldn't want Auburn. I, I don't. That's that'd be a weird situation. That that takes me back to the days of those arguments. What are you just not going to pull for Auburn anymore if we hire him? Like that. That was the who you going to hire? Who you going to hire? Oh, you're just going to say who you going to hire? What happens when Auburn hires a new coach and they underperform him in the first three or four years? He'll be he. They will say fire Auburn, fire the coach. Within one game. Oh, that's cool. I can click this and show the question. That's pretty cool. Let's do that a bunch. If y'all missed it, I'm using Restream for the first time ever. I've never done anything on here. I saw Stingray using it when I was on his podcast. Is this Sean Coleman? I don't think it is. Now how do I remove that? I got no clue. There we go. That's pretty cool. Uh, Gus will take an ACC job, lower pressure. I think he'll take a lower pressure job, but Gus is the kind of person that I don't think he would. I mean, I think he would do that, but I think he wants to like go to Texas. Hey, he could go to Texas and what's his name could wait. No, they're not firing Herman. They'll fire him next year. And then Gus will go there. There you go. You heard it here first on more bloggle restream. James Franklin. Did you James Franklin? Did you watch Penn State at all this year? I'm assuming you're responding to somebody else. Yeah, James Franklin needs to go back to Vandy. J-Lo says, okay, he, J-Lo, he, she, booty, I don't know, said uh, they were the one that asked about why we only look at coaches that aren't winners. Yes, we're looking at coaches that aren't winners right now. Mario Cristobal has a losing record. Hugh Freeze, he has a winning record, but he was cheating. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette coach. I'm sure he's got a winning record this year. I want someone to convince. Hey, let's do this. Hey, I can make people show up right here. I want someone to convince me that Lane Kiffin wouldn't win big at Auburn and win big immediately. Um, I can't, but I can. I don't. I mean, I can't. I like his offense, but do we have the is, do we have the players for that coming back? I don't know. Um, I just don't think he's a culture fit. I don't think he's a he'll care about Auburn. I don't. I mean, yeah, he's got to recruit a defensive coordinator or recruit. He's got to hire a defensive coordinator. 
which he never does. Apparently, he doesn't care one bit about it. They had an awful defense this year. Do we have the players? I. It's not the same system. It. I mean, you're asking me this because I said this about Lane Kiffin. It's not the same system. It's a bunch of bombs. How did those go this year? Whoever has to keep Kevin Still. I talked about Kevin Still earlier. His defense took a step back this year. His players were young-ish. Again, it was his players' fault on defense because they're young, but it's the it's the coach's fault on offense when they're young and the offensive line's good. It's the it's the Auburn Twitter way. Blame the person you don't like, or or take up for him and blame the other person when it is someone you like. Joe Brady is thirty-one years old. He's in the NFL. I don't know what he's making, but he doesn't have to recruit. He Saban's about the only person that would come back to college because he wasn't good in the NFL. I don't see Joe Brady coming out of the NFL. He's still got his $20 million buyout, though, right? Yes. What does that mean? Here we go. Sean, is this Sean Coleman? Says, Brandon Marcello likes the idea of the head coach from Indiana being the next coach. To me, that is a job of hire as well. He seems like a really nice dude, really cares for his players. But it seems like he cares so much about Indiana's players, I don't see him leaving. I don't know. I mean, going from Indiana to Auburn in football is a huge step up. They're they're good this year for Indiana. They did give Ohio State a little scare in the fourth quarter this year, but I don't I don't see that happen. I don't see him coming. I yelled about everything. Yep. Put that on my gravestone. Uh. It's not Sean Coleman. It's all right, Sean. I still like you, even though you're not Sean Coleman. Uh, zero interest in Muschamp being back at Auburn in any capacity. I can't say that. I like, I mean, defense coordinator, when was he here? 2015. That was not a great year in terms of offense. I think defense, we weren't awful. I always go back and look at the Iron Bowl score. That was when Muschamp went crazy in the fourth quarter. That was when Derrick Henry scored a trash touchdown. It was it was a close game, 29-13. It was 22-13 to 13 somehow for some reason. Uh, how is that possible? I don't know. But, yeah, held Derrick Henry offense to not much. I, don't, I mean, I like Muschamp. He's crazy. He likes Auburn. Brent Venables, doesn't that just scream Kevin Steele again? Why has he not been hired as a head coach? He's 49 years old. Hey, I can cheat here and go look at other, go look at some articles and say, all right, here's here's a fan-sided article, article 
of our top five uh, possibilities. Brent Venables, Mario Cristobal's number four. Brent was five. Steve Sarkeesian's number three. Two is Billy Napier. Uh, I've seen him before. I'm looking at his picture right now. I, I have this this knack of being able to, uh, when I look at recruits, I can kind of tell if they're going to come to Auburn just by the way they look. I'm this Billy Napier guy. He's probably going to get hired, and I'm going to have to backtrack on this, but he just doesn't look like an Auburn coach to me. And then Hugh Freeze is their number one. If he can win big at Ole Miss and Liberty, he can win big at Auburn. Who wrote this? John Bueller, 29 seconds ago. John Bueller's a Georgia fan. No. See, I can't. These people that want college football to be pro, are, are, that's the problem. That is the problem. It's you're getting a lot of money. You got to win. Everybody gets a lot of money. Every single person gets a lot of money. And guess what? Everybody, every game has one one loser. Do you understand that? That's it it's not that simple. Okay, so if if all if Gus was making seven million this year and Saban's making nine million this year, why do you even care? Because he gets paid more, so he's gonna win. Venables has some skeletons and he's coaching his kids. Okay. And he makes more than most college uh head coaches, yes. And apparently their defense is not as good this year. I feel like I remember Herb Street saying that or something. Yes, Sean says the new coach will have to compete with Bama, UGA, and LSU and A and M on the field and in recruiting. Yes, he will. Drink local beeham says Damian Craig. No. Sorry, but no. Do y'all like this setup? Are y'all y'all are all seeing this on YouTube and Periscope? It's on Twitch. Nobody's apparently watching on Twitch though. Well, I don't think it tweeted it out, so I don't know. Uh, what do you think about Matt Campbell, Iowa State coach? We kind of talked about him earlier. Apparently, he's not leaving. He lost to the Louisiana Lafayette coach this year, first game of the season, and it wasn't close, I don't think. Drink Local said he's being a DA right now, a drunk just. Steel is very over. Shaker, Shaker Jack, let's go here. Shaker Jack says, Steel is very overrated, and I'm a Steel guy. I don't think he's overrated. I just think people. Auburn fans got really stupid about defense, about the 2016 season, 2017, that area. If y'all remember, 2013, defense wasn't great. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. 2014, it was bad. This is Ellis Johnson era. We go to Alabama and score 44 points and lose by 11. That's how bad it was, right? HZH, you're on Twitch. I see that. Heath Evans would be a solid hire. Notice how Heath Evans has nothing to do with Auburn anymore. We'll talk about him in a second. Let's go back to the defense. Um, what was I saying? Oh, defense was really bad in 14. We got rid of Ellis Johnson. Then about 15 and 16, the offense was not very good. It was, that was Jeremy Johnson imploding. That was 
the next year was who? John Franklin and Sean White. And the defense got good. And then it was like, oh, the defense is good now. And now our offensive coach can't do anything. I feel so sorry for the defense. I feel so sorry for them. They don't deserve this. They don't deserve this offense. Do y'all not remember one year before they were awful? And then it was, we've got the offense coach and no good offense and terrible defense. But like since then, and still has made them good and I like him and everything. But since then, it's like they are untouchable. You can't say anything bad about the defense. They were not good this year. We lost A&M because of the defense. I mean, that they were, they got better. They were really good yesterday against a bad team. But let's quit acting like Steel has this Steel curtain all the time, every time. What I was going to say about Heath Evans, a few years ago, he got on Twitter and whatever, and, you know, this was the first time. I think it was before the 2017 Iron Bowl when kind of saved his job. Um, Heath was like, we're, I'm tired. Me and former players are tired of seeing our team soft and our program soft and losing games we shouldn't. Yes, Heath played with Rudy and they went to the SEC championship and lost to Florida and lost to Florida in the regular season that year. Thank you, Heath. That was a great time. That was when I was in college. But Gus took Auburn to the national championship. How many national championships did you play in? Sorry. I mean, I'm not the only one saying this. People kind of got on him about this. He And he was at Auburn for two years. Or maybe just one year. I know he left when Rudy left. Rudy was only here one year. And it was just like, sorry, yes, we love you as Auburn player and, and blah, blah, blah. But you kind of need to remember what you did rather than just acting like your teams were so tough and blah, 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 whatever. Who would be the best recruiter out of those mentioned? I guess I'm being told uh, Mario Cristobal is a great recruiter. I guess he is, sure. Uh, but he just lost to Cal and Oregon State at Oregon. Um, 2014 offense, 2019 defense would be the best AU team ever. Uh, it'd be pretty close. Who's got too much tanning bed? I'll be, I'll be licious. Not the real, I'll be licious. Gus caught lightning in a bottle in 2013, says Chip Lars. Well, that's kind of funny because 2014, they weren't bad. We lost a game against Texas A&M on a weird fumble that we actually recovered and they stole the ball under the pile. We lost Alabama 55 to 44. Uh, we didn't play well at Georgia. 2017, we beat the two uh, number one teams in the nation by multiple point, multiple touchdowns. Didn't win the SEC championship because Carry On was hurt, and Georgia got to play Georgia Tech and Kentucky while we were playing Alabama. Um, so 2017 was pretty good. Go get Ryan Day and ask if he wants to prove he can coach against the best. I, you know. I had never heard of Ryan Day until like the last year Urban was there. So, okay, so that's who their offensive coordinator is. Um, I think he kind of proves that Ohio State just kind of runs itself. You get to take everybody that the SEC doesn't get and play a bunch of nothing. So, yeah. Barning Hart is here, and he would like to place an order. What, what would you like? 
Barning Hard predict us to go five and five. He is somehow always right. Wait, we're five and four. Barning Hard, do you want to join the uh, audio feed? I want to try this out. I can send somebody a link and they can pop up and it'll take your audio from your phone. It'll even do your webcam. What's Terry Bowden doing these days? He was at Akron. Let's see. Let's do a quick Google search. Terry Bowden. Oh, yeah. He was like a, he's a GA at Clemson. Yes. Let's see. What do they call him on Wikipedia? Yes, he is a GA at Clemson. A graduate assistant. He's just kind of out there helping. How weird is that? We definitely need an elite offense mind. Yes. Nick Saban can't beat good offenses. That's what we need. I don't want a defensive coach. Keep Kevin Steele. Get somebody that's really good. I don't want a defensive head coach. Auburn Nation says he was a GA. Uh, graduate assistant. Can we reincarnate die? I wish. Luke Fickle at Cincinnati. Again, what he, he was at Ohio State as a GA. Then he went to Akron for one year. Then he was Ohio State for 14 years, defensive coordinator. Again, I don't want a defensive coach, honestly. He's 40 and 20 as a head coach. Playing Cincinnati, playing coaching Cincinnati. Shaker Jack says, could you get behind Hugh? Again, I was staunchly against Bobby Petrino. Very against him. Hugh is not that far, but I can't say he's very far from it. He's done bad things personally. Not like killed somebody, but just bad things as a married man and whatnot. And as a citizen of the United States of America. But he, he got exposed. He got humbled and he went somewhere that would take him in. And it's a perfect place to be taken in. And he's kind of righted the ship and he's coaching good players against bad teams. Barning Hart says his prediction has been six and four. Sure. Mine was 10 and 0. I was close. Coastal Carolina coach? No. I don't know who he is. I don't care who he is. I'm 100% against Coastal Carolina. Why? Because they play nobody and they think it's cute. The nation thinks it's cute that they're good. They've got cool colors and they have mullets and it's just like. Oh, look at this new up-and-comer. Let's give them a rank. They're ranked number 13 right now. They should have lost to Troy yesterday. Uh, they should have lost to BYU, who... BYU, what was their... They barely won yesterday. Barely beat San Diego State. Put them in the SEC, and I promise you they're Arkansas at absolute best. Arkansas is 3-6, and six, by the way. One of those losses was when Auburn beat them legally and logically. Holier than now. Hugh Gus went back to the visor and gray vest because he knew last night. I I thought that too. See, we I talked to somebody who definitely would know, or he was at least he would have knowledge, or he would have been told something 
more than anybody around here. And he said he's pretty sure Gus didn't know anything last night, and he didn't know anything. Gus was wearing the vest. He was dancing. He was chest bumping with Big Cat. I mean, I don't know. Okay. Chuck says Lincoln Riley. Two years ago when it was like, hey, Gus is going to get fired. I remember saying to people, if he was fired, I would take Lincoln Riley. Oklahoma always has really good offenses. He coached multiple um, Heisman Trophy winners. And I would take him. Right now, Herb, well, not, I keep saying Herb Street like he's my source of knowledge, but he said this past week that this is the best Oklahoma team he's seen better than the playoff teams. They just lost those two games earlier in the season. They're actually playing defense. And their offense is good again. So if he has a deep, if Lincoln Riley had Kevin Steele, I might like that. But again, none of these people are playing SEC teams. So I don't know. Uh, let's see. Blogger thoughts on O'Brien. Yeah, I was kind of sad to see Conan O'Brien show end. Um, he's going off there, but he's going to HBO Max. Um you're going to have to tell me who O'Brien is. Tom O'Brien? Patrick O'Brien? Uh, Bill O'Brien? You're probably talking about Bill O'Brien. Uh, where is he now? Who? who what O'Brien are we talking about? I'm going to feel dumb as soon as you tell me. Barning Hard says the decision to fire Gus was made Monday from his sauces. I used to like Gundy from Oklahoma State. Nah, not as much anymore. It's not a, Sam says, it's not a coincidence that all the group of five teams are doing good when they don't play any power, type, power five teams. Amazing how that happens. Bill O'Brien. I knew it was Bill O'Brien this whole time. Isn't he the one that coached at uh, Penn State for a second and then went to the Texans? Didn't he get fired? I know my stuff. Yes, he was at Penn State after the debacle, then Houston for six years, and then he got, I thought he got fired. Yes, they were 0-4. Nah, no Bill O'Brien. Sorry. If Lincoln Riley has a defense, I wouldn't be against it. But are you going to steal him from Oklahoma? Highly doubt it. I want to say he was talked to when we were trying to get Gus or, or whatnot before. Sounds. I'm like picturing looking at my at my computer at the job I had during that while it was happening. Yes. Michael Gilliland says it there. I don't see someone leaving a coach job in Oklahoma to take the hardest job in the country. You're correct. So it's going to have to be somebody who just wants to prove themselves. Would Lane stay at Auburn or move on when the bigger job opens up at Texas or USC? Uh, he can't go to USC because they left him on the tarmac. Texas, I don't see him going there. DG24000 says, I mean, good Lord, it's so obvious. I only hope the powers that be understand what's obvious. Tell me. I don't know. Okay. Tony LaRusso has been throwing a lot of negative in here. He says, you keep saying six and four was not a bad year, but don't forget the old Miss and Arkansas games. 
Arkansas, let's just go through this real fast. I didn't want to talk about it, but let's go through this real fast. Arkansas thinks they should have won the game because Bo threw the ball at a negative three degree angle to spike the ball. Number one, he did something not great. It's kind of dumb. It's like whatever, but it's a spike. You've given up on the play. You're just throwing the ball down. He did not get any sort of competitive advantage by doing it. He wasn't tricking anybody. He didn't fake it and go run around and whatever. He just threw the ball back at a different little weird angle. So he didn't, Arkansas didn't do anything on that play to win. And Auburn didn't fumble technically or throw an interception or whatever. So let's just get that part out, out of it. That That is stupid. They didn't do anything. Arkansas did nothing on that play. It was a spike. Then they call the play dead. The ball rolls to Shedrick Jackson's feet. If the play is live, he could pick it up, and there everybody's bunched around the line. He probably could have run for a touchdown. But no, he stands there literally with the ball at his feet, and that guy jumps on it. That guy would have not jumped on it had the ball been live. So Arkansas lost. But regardless of all that stuff, they did not do anything, and Auburn did not gain a competitive advantage by anything that happened. They were trying to spike the ball to end the play, to end the clock, stop the clock, whatever. There was nothing for Arkansas to argue that they got wronged with. Not a bad call, not a, a, fa- a holding that was missed, nothing. Ole Miss, if Shivers touched that ball, again, no competitive advantage was gained. It might have touched his fingernail and went into the end zone. Again, he's closest to the ball. They're waving it off. If not, he goes and gets on it. But they call the play dead. He's still closest. Nobody was just standing there for Ole Miss and goes, hey, I got the ball. No. But let's also not forget that the that uh, Tank ran that touchdown back and they called it hold that was not a hold by, I mean, even Jordan Rogers said it wasn't a hold and he hates Gus Auburn all more than anybody. So they got their touchdown taken back. So these, you people that want to just take away wins because of one play that didn't help the other team, just so you can have an argument against Gus or have an argument of how awful things were this year. It makes it, I mean, you can call a thousand plays either way, but those two dumb plays that gave the other team gave Auburn no competitive advantage mean nothing. Ben Cagle says, surely this is a done deal. What? I don't know. I'm seeing that we have been sending interest to Lane for weeks. Lane has been sent information to us. This is coming from the chat. Will Bo Nix enter the transfer portal now? No. I mean, not now. If they hire... Uh, Satan, then maybe. Did the offense struggle? Yes, the offense struggled. We had a line that finally started to gel about the midpoint of the season, and then Broderius got hurt, and Alec Jackson got hurt, and it was not the same the last two or three games. Think about this. We played our best game against LSU. We had a week off, and then we were going to kill Mississippi State and go into Tennessee, Alabama, and Texas A&M. Instead, we had LSU, week off, week off, go play Tennessee, who, 
has a bad record and they're not good and whatever, but they're still competent. They don't make a ton of mistakes. They're just not, they don't score a lot. And we looked rusty and we kind of scraped it out. And then we had to go play Alabama. You put that Mississippi State game after LSU, after the bye week after LSU, and we're on a roll. We kill Texas A&M. I mean, Tennessee, we may have a shot with Alabama. We had a shot with Alabama until Seth missed that ball right in his hands. Ben Cagle saying what we're all saying. We've already got something lined up. We did this now. Gus is cool with Hugh sliding in and knows. Well, I don't know why it matters what Gus thinks. I don't mean that mean to Gus, but he's not the coach anymore. Um, but yeah, we've either got something lined up right now and, or we don't. And that's stupid. But Hugh Freeze, Shaker Jack says, Hugh Freeze has been hired by my source and very connected with the board of trustees. Well, Willie Anderson, former Auburn offensive lineman, says that he knows who the coach is and it's not Hugh Freeze. Pat Nix for head coach. Uh, he's probably going to Auburn High School next year when the Auburn High School coach gets fired or leaves and goes somewhere else. We need four and five star offensive line recruits. Yes. So here's my conundrum that Auburn basketball always had and it never under never made sense to me. We could never recruit a true center it was like we had kyle davis when i was in college and he owns the nit blocks per game record and then we never had like a full eight foot tall center and i don't know why we couldn't just go to the best player and be like look you, you will play every single game of your entire college career if you'll come here that's where we are with offensive line why can't we get a four or five star tackle and be like you will play every game of your career you will be the next lee zimba i don't get it Auburn already has someone in mind who probably has done deal. Wouldn't do this. Okay. Everybody is saying that that is the, that must be what's going on in the bunker or Twitter or something. There are 171 QBs in the transfer portal. He ain't going anywhere. He could play at Auburn for the next two years and whatever. Lane is 45. Hugh is 51. Mario is 50. I can't believe Mario is 50. Best be respecting Rob Chubb, Chuck says. When I said that, Rob Chubb came into my brain, and I was like, I should say Rob Chubb, but he forgot his shoes going to South Carolina and had to wear their shoes, and then they got arrested outside Skybar that night. So, Do we retain Cadillac? It just depends on the offense coach. I think so. If it's somebody who's very different, you never know. Somebody they don't like. I think Cadillac's where he where he wants to be. Sean Hatcher says it's James Franklin. All right. I don't dis I don't disagree that James Franklin is is a bad is a good coach. I was, I said that a really weird way. James Franklin is a fine coach, but Penn State was terrible this year, so I'm not really sure where that would come from. Um I mean there was times when I was like, yeah, he'd be pretty good. Patty J really wants to get responded to. He says, what do you think about Dan Quinn? He was the Falcons coach, and we lost a lot of games with him that we shouldn't have. Josh Corbett says, T-Will needs to say it. Now, I will say, I have seen a lot of people say that T-Will needs to be the head coach. And I know the thought process is that, you know, he's a young guy. 
He's more of a hype man, but no, he is a real coach. He is very smart, very level-headed. The players love him, but he still has that assistant coach feel to me. I don't feel like he's the guy who, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure he could take it on and do it, but going from uh, player to Atlanta Falcon for one year to rapping to moving his way from GA up to the ranks, being linebackers coach and never coaching anywhere else. I don't know. Chuck says, uh, James Franklin did some shady stuff at Penn state. Would you like to jump on, on the line and tell us about it? I don't know. Uh, some TB Willie says Coastal Carolina be the homecoming game for any decent team. You're correct. 100%. Jimbo Fisher, no. DC first. Quit bringing up Damian Craig. What's Trooper Taylor? So that's, did you already say that, Chip Lars? Wow, it's 11 o'clock. Been on here more than an hour. How do I see how long I've been on here? I don't know. My network connection is 610. It was a question. I don't recall details, so I don't know. Do I want to talk? Y'all weak? Oh, Barnett Harden wants to talk. Here we go. <laughs> Let me see how I can add people. Here goes nothing. how this works i have no idea how this works lane really wants it i mean i'm sure he'd want to come here and make more money and play at a bigger school and whatnot Ole Miss gets a little boring i'm sure oh t will needs to be a defense coordinator first i agree with that shaker jack said where did willie anderson say that about hugh he on twitter earlier tonight willie anderson former offensive lineman at auburn and i think the saints said he knows who the coach is going to be and we will support him. I didn't know how to take that. I didn't know if it was uh, he will be somebody we'll all love or, hey, Auburn fans are great. We're going to support whoever we get. So I, did, I didn't know how to take that up. So whatever. So then somebody else said, is it Hugh? And he said, nah. Uh, Chip Lar says, get drunk. I'll be on the line. I will say which one. I kind of like doing this. Problem is I got two kids and a wife and it's kind of hard to slip away and talk on a microphone for an hour and a half. We should do this during the day. Albert should fire coaches more. It gives more content. Ben Cagle says, Willie does not know. You going to say it to his face? Chuck is now saying, Mario Cristobal's head coach, retained still as defense coordinator, hire freeze as OC at least for a year or so until he gets something big. Are you, are you falling for this now? Are you, I mean, are you like giving in? Sounds like you're giving in because like a little while ago, you hated every name that was said. 
Sean Hatcher from YouTube says we're going to have to demand a recount if it's Kiffin. Eh. Lane will recruit great players. The one that sounds like Josh Donaldson. There's a drunk Albie that sounds like Josh Donaldson. Where's Barnin? Barnin Hard's probably putting pants on, not realizing he doesn't have to. Let's see if I can add some stuff on here. Um, let's do this for Christmas time. Tell me if this shows up on the stream. Do y'all see Christmas graphics? Chuck says he's combining. Remember, he wanted Mario Cristobal as head coach, Steele as defense coordinator, Freeze as offense coordinator for a year. He's combining to make it feel better. I don't. I'm just going to keep on saying it. I'm usually, again, I want Gus. I wanted Gus. I want Gus now to be the coach because it's right now. It if you're going if you're going to get bigger, who is it? But again, human nature makes it think for half a second. It's like okay, this might be cool to have something new. Like point five percent of me thinks that oh, it might be cool to see whatever. Um. But there's just not anybody with that. Now, I might be surprised. There might be some name I never thought of. They might say, here's Bill Belichick. I might be like, okay, there we go. Phil, Philip Marshall saying stills at the top of the list. Philip Marshall is a C-L-O-W-N. Shaker Jack says, not me. I don't say clown because I'm not that kind of person Brady can't recruit and that's our biggest problem Brady doesn't have to recruit in the NFL and that's why he won't come back to college guaranteed guaranteed oh I am uh I'm behind on Twitter we got a lot of things said on Twitter I wish I could bring that in here Alabama will win versus some. We got a person from uh, Eric Knorr from YouTube. Alabama will win versus Florida, 59 to 42. Chuck says still is very much in consideration. I can check YouTube. This is pretty cool, though. I can do this all in one place. I can see YouTube, Twitch, and uh, Periscope all in one place, all the comments. Good Lord. Seven people are watching on YouTube. How many people are watching on Periscope? Raise your hand. I'm just kidding. I can tell. Lane will be there by January, Josh Corbett says. Is Lane, is uh, Ole Miss going to a bowl? What's Ole Miss's record? They won like four games, right? Three or four. They only had two wins by the time we played. They're four and four. Good gracious. See, we don't know anything. We don't know anything. We'll have somebody say steel is 100% an option, and then three seconds later says, no, I've heard steel is not an option at all. Arky 479 is that Arky Shea? Says, I hear y'all are getting Charlie Strong. Where is he? Is he at Alabama? 
Or is that a joke I saw on Twitter the other day? Charlie Strong is... Yes, defensive analyst for Alabama. Nah. Brett will not come to Auburn. He would if he was offered it, but he's not a head coach. He needs to go hit. He Rhett needs to go coach Coastal Carolina when that guy gets fired. Charlie Strong seems like such a good upcoming coach at one point. Apparently he was in the running at one point. Auburn Nation is not listening anymore, but he reaches out in Twitter DMs and says, enjoyed the streaming session about the coaching change. Solid work. It was fun. I will be honest. I'm very surprised at 11.15. We still have 50-something people in here. Uh, people mature, DG. DG, 24,000. Just tell me what you want. You want Lane Kiffin or Hugh Freeze, one of those. Yes, Charlie Strong's in the saving rehab program. Oh, yeah, I want Brian Van Gorder. And give me a little twist of Scott Leffler. I have another DM from just someone that says they got a text from their aunt. Most of their family goes to uh, Louisiana Lafayette or went to Louisiana Lafayette and said, please don't take our coach. Gary Patterson, absolutely not. I, why am I so angry at Gary Patterson? He's, he's at T, Is he still at TCU? Remember when they were like 2010, we won the national championship and somebody voted them as the national champion too? Because they were undefeated, I believe. Bill Bolden, who disagreed with a lot of stuff I said earlier, also DMs. I appreciate the discussion. There you go. We're having fun. We're having a good time. Now, normally, when I do these things, I would do them via Periscope on OBS. Nobody cares what that is, but I would record this and put it, and it would be a podcast or a bloggle spot, which is something I used to do when I drove home from work and would talk into my phone for 15 minutes a day. And it was fun and everybody seemed to like it. And people ask why I don't do it anymore. It's because I work from home now and I'm always at home and it honestly would be easier to do it, but it's just not as fun sitting at my desk talking. I used to just kind of rant on the way home. But anyway, what I would normally do is record this and do it as a bloggle spot and it would be on podcast apps tomorrow. I don't know if this is recording or not because I've done restream. I'm on Restream, which I've never done before. Um, so, looking for a home run, but afraid we're going to get a bunt. As a baseball coach and someone who manages six baseball teams and, well, not manage. I manage two teams and I coordinate six teams. I like the baseball reference. I agree with you. Let me go run. Let me run down um, Twitter mentions because there, there's a lot of things being said, and that'll uh, provide more discussion. Um, Kiffin it. Okay, we got Dylan Goolsby. Kiffin it is. So I'm hearing nobody hears. Nobody hears anything. Uh, 
sorry. I'm not, I was tweeting things earlier to some people that just need to be quiet. Um, somebody said, finally, War Eagle. I don't know what that means. Uh, this person who holds the fish in his picture says that Gus Malzahn was created with luck, smoke, and mirrors. That's real nice. You know what you're talking about. Somebody says, I hate our fan base. I mean, I know there's a lot of stupid people in this world. Um, that's the number one thing you can learn from being on Twitter for a decade and having uh, people passionate about what you say, which is, I'm grateful for that. I mean, I was on Twitter very early and right when people, you, you know, I, I had a Twitter account before Auburn had a Twitter account. And so when people would get on Twitter and they would put in Auburn, they would see me first. And, and I was lucky enough and to build somewhat of a following. And that comes with a bunch of people yelling at you and thinking you're stupid. So, uh, I definitely, uh, sports hate portions of our fan base that want Auburn to be something that's Auburn will never be. And that doesn't mean they're not going to be good or can't be elite and all that. Auburn is elite. They're in the top. They have the 12th most wins in college football history. That's elite. Um, so yeah. Adam Hopkins says, just got off phone with a friend of mine who works for AP. He said, Dundell, I'm, I'm going to say is it's a coach that has coached in the college football playoffs. Who's that? Adam Hopkins, you can't leave us with that. Uh-uh. Come on, Adam. And you're coming from YouTube. Who is coached in the college football playoff? It wouldn't be, I mean, Urban Myers coached all, all the college football playoff. Uh, he's the only head coach I can think of. Uh, Lincoln Riley has big names that we that would be steals. I mean, I think it's a steal to get Urban Meyer out of the Fox Sports analyst chair. So I don't know. Adam Adam Clark, another Adam says, was 2013 the worst thing that could have happened to Gus because that was the expectation. It's not his fault. That that's what I don't understand is people act like he shouldn't have done this or like you went from three to nine to twelve and two. And then it's your fault, not you, just Auburn mad Auburn fan fan. It's your fault for thinking that happens every year. Alabama doesn't go to the national championship every year. Who won it last year? Not Alabama. Who won it the year before? Not Alabama, but you think they do. You think you do. They do. So no, that was one of the greatest years ever, and 2017 was a great year until Carry On was hurt in the SEC championship. Shaker Jack says you changed my mind on Gus. Explain, because I'd love to hear that for real. Auburn Einstein's making a good point, or he made a good point on Twitter nine hours ago. Apparently, I'm just now seeing it. Scott Frost was the PJ Fleck, was the Billy Napier, was the um, Mario Cristobal. 
and of a few years ago, and he's done nothing at Nebraska. Tom Herman, absolutely next best guy in the world, and he's done nothing at Texas. This isn't simple. That's why you don't really do it. <laughs> That's why you don't take the chance. It's like, okay, we could win nine or ten games next year, or we could win three and two and four and then have to do this again. What's what do you want? What is the what is the uh what's the bigger risk? Will Walker. Four loss seasons aren't fun. Why? I'm just kidding. Nobody likes losing. We get that. We get that. All right. Here's something weird. In the chat, we got somebody from Twitch. The first person, no. Second person to say something from Twitch. Just got a friend of mine from AP, and he says it's a done deal. All I'm going to, he has coach in CFP, assailant or head coach. Assist. Did you just copy that? I don't understand, because the first person that says it was, said it was in, well, said it from YouTube. I'm going to go back to that comment. All I'm going to say is a coach is coach in CFP. Now let me go here. All I'm going to say, all I'm going to, he has coat, I don't know, Arrow Green Ace from Twitch. What are you saying? Are you copying what they said? What if I, Chuck says, what if I told you we could have a guy responsible for three of the best quarter, quarterback college football teams in the last decade? Who's that, Chuck? Will you please tell us? Please tell us who you're talking about. Arnon said he was going to get on the audio chat. Where is he? What's his name? What is... I'm trying to think of uh, Barnon's real name so I can text him. Oh, Chuck was talking about Gus Malzahn. What if I told you we could have a guy responsible for three of the best college football teams of the last decade? He's talking about Gus Malzahn. Sam says, please not Mark D'Antoni. I don't think anybody's uh, calling for him. Antonio from Michigan State. There was a time I wouldn't have hated that. Years and years ago. Oh, so Arrow Green Ace from Twitch is saying the same thing he said. So this guy is saying uh, somebody that's played in the college football playoff. Well, why don't you tell us who it is? Chuck is pretty sure it's Sark. Josh Corbett says he's tagged me in some tweets. I don't know how to see those unless you put my handle in it. I don't use regular Twitter. I use TweetBot, and it doesn't show me what you're doing. There are four Waffle Houses in Tucson, Arizona. Wes says he didn't get to go this year. And Arizona, for some reason, I probably probably think it's more locked down than us. So maybe he wouldn't be able to go again. Josh Corbett is saying that you tagged me in some tweets, but I don't know how to see those unless you put my name in them. I don't know. Um, Arrow Green Ace, are you talking about Steve Sarkeesian? 
<laughs> Arrow Green A says, this is the guy who got the call from the AP. Meyer, Sarkeesian, or Riley, one of them. All right, let's go there. Let's go there. Who do y'all want of those three? I'll tell you who I want. Of those three, I would take Lincoln Riley. Because he's been coaching. Uh, Urban Meyer never beat Auburn. Hasn't coached in a few years and had to quit for stress. Sarkeesian's been at Alabama, and I don't want to pull for somebody that was just over there on the other side. Uh, or Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley just seems like That'd be a tough pull from Oklahoma, I think. Chuck wants Urban. Sark would be a disaster. Let's not forget why Sark is at Alabama. Remember, he was at Washington, went to USC, got in, not really got in trouble, but was drinking on the job and got fired. Arrow Green Ace. We don't know who you are. Your face is not on any of your stuff. We're not going to put it on Twitter that this person said it. Who do you, who is this person saying it? It's not like it really, it's not like, you know, everybody in the world is saying five different names. So, all current and former players are pissed. Yes, you're right, except for Heath Evans, probably. Um, Josh, if you tagged me in some tweets, I don't see them. Tweet me and then I'll figure it out. Oklahoma has the ultimate replacement in stoops of Lincoln. If Lincoln leaves, which stoops? Do I need to get J-Boy in here to drop some sources? I mean, drop some names? That's a joke. If we're going to talk about holding on to some scoop. All right, we're down to 41 people, and it's 1130. I've been at it this almost two hours. Adam Clark says it's Bruce Pearl. No, I want a coach that doesn't have years of only freshmen and sophomores. I would need somebody who's got seniors every year. It's year seven. This is, un this is unacceptable. Year seven, you, ha you have no depth. Chuck, okay, well, I'm just going to pull the curtain. Okay, well, never mind. I'm going to say what. Real uh, Arrow Green Ace. My friend from the AP said, from all he's hearing coming from Auburn, it is Lincoln Riley. Okay, so what I've also heard is everybody in Auburn is saying Steele. What I've also heard is everybody is saying Hugh. What I've also heard is everybody is saying uh, Kiffin. And then Chuck, who last night during the game had a text thread going and with some buddies, and they all said they knew for a fact that Gus was getting fired today. He did, and they all said Mario Cristobal, and there you go. Yes, no cow drink local. Everybody is saying everything. What I would like to do is wait until tomorrow before I get into this on, on the Twitter because I want to give a full day of mourning. But 
shouldn't we hire somebody with a Z in their last name? We had Chiswick, which this is a, this is weird. I think like this Z's and last names are kind of weird. And we've had two coaches back to back that have Z's in their last name. And they both went to the national championship game. Isn't that weird? Anybody else think that's weird? Chiswick Malzahn. The last person who had a Z in their name that coached Robin was named Boozer Pitts. Not a Z in the last name, though. Boozer Pitts. I'm going to look him up. He does not look like what you think. He played at Auburn. He was a coach at Auburn. This picture I see of him has a very small bow tie. He died in 1971. He was from Pittsview, Alabama. And his name is Boozer Pitts, so I'm guessing the city the city or town was named after his family. Coached in Auburn four separate times, or no, four different things. I don't know. It's weird on Wikipedia. Still won't be a head coach. He has said he publicly has no interest in being a head coach. Arrow Green Ace has turned into the J-Boy over here. Where are you hearing this? Did he? I feel like he has said that before. Shaker Jack says, please start doing these nightly. I might. I usually, when I don't, okay, here's here's Warbloggle as a person. From late February, middle of February to about November, I have baseball almost all the time. I have a 11-year-old uh, and an 8-year-old. They both play rec ball and travel ball. And I coach all their teams, and I'm coaching baseball pretty much every single night. And I do get home about 7.30 or 8, and I could do something, or I could just sit there. And so it's hard to do stuff. So when I'm in the middle of baseball, or I'm outside of baseball, I'm able to do this. I either do this or play video games or something. I could stream video games. I used to do that a little bit. Um, so I would like to do these nightly. I might have to do them during the day. Wait, I'm starting to see some different names here. We got uh, Will Walker from he, Will. You kind of seem like one of those. I need to thump in the head. Um, how did everybody know Gus was gone today? But my grandmother knew it was his last game yesterday. Okay, good. Pat's. Oh, Chuck is saying we need to get Pat Fitzgerald then because he's got a Z in his name. Northwestern coach. Um, after the things I said about Northwestern when we played him in the. Outback Bowl in 2010, technically, 2009 season. I don't think Pat Fitzgerald needs to come here because of the things I said about that game when we won like eight times and they kept pulling it back. Uh, TB Willie, you should do these more often. Thanks. Will you pay me some money? That's a joke because you're not allowed to take money or your money grubbing, apparently. Uh, Kirk Ferentz, Chuck says, um, from Iowa. Doesn't he have like a 900 year contract didn't they say hey you won eight year eight games one year here's a million dollars forever oh wow how am i forgetting freeze this would be good y'all are seeing the behind the scenes of a good tweet coming out tomorrow so y'all are the making of this tweet auburn needs auburn's last two coaches had z's in their last name both went to the national championship there are three people that i can think of that have z's in their names that would not be terrible coaches I can't say it like that, but because I don't want Freeze really, and I definitely don't want Fitzgerald, and I don't want Ferentz, but they're all coaches. That'd be kind of funny. So when y'all see that tweet tomorrow, give it a like, retweet it, and think, "Hey, I was part of that." 
All right. J-Boy Jr., Arrow Green Ace, is saying, I knew he was getting fired Tuesday morning. My AP buddy told me they were just going to wait till the end of the season. Who's your AP buddy? Like, No, just tell me where they live, who they write for, something like that. Do you play Madden? No. My son, my 11-year-old does. I haven't played. I don't love sports games. I know that's weird. I just don't like playing video games. I want more. I don't like playing sports video games. I want more of like a story to go through, like a movie. Adam Clark, what's the thought on Brent Venables? He's 49 years old and never been a head coach. Why? He did something bad, I think. Who is Jim Zorn? He's another Z. Jim Zorn is the... Oh, that's the head. Oh, he used to be the head coach of Washington Redskins. Oh, no, I said it. Washington Redskins. I wonder if he's a Cleveland Indians fan. Jim Zorn played at Cowboys, Seahawks, the Packers, the Blue Bombers, and the Buccaneers. He was a Seattle Dragons head coach this year. Is that the XFL? Yeah, XFL coach. Chuck was at the Outback Bowl. I was in my, I just had a kid. He was probably five months old, six months old, and I was yelling things at that 2010 Outback Bowl. My wife still hadn't forgiven me. Tony LaRussa says, why would Rayleigh, I'm guessing you mean Riley, leave Oklahoma where he plays second fiddle to Texas and come to Auburn and play second fiddle to Alabama? Because he's not playing second fiddle to Texas. They're nothing. He can come here and have a real, a real uh, rival. Josh Corbett, who started off the show a little negative, now he's telling me to come to Birmingham. So either he wants to fight me or he's come to like me. I used to live in Birmingham. I lived there from 2006 to 2013. Got married, moved up there, and then moved down here for the 2013 season. So you're welcome. But I am from here originally, Opelika, Auburn. Former head coach of Florida with a Z last name. What was his name? What was his name? What was his name? He came from Indiana, uh, Illinois. Somebody say his name. Shaker Jack says Alan Green has got to go. Uh oh, it's already started. DG24000 said check 24-7, but what is that responding to? I've said so many things since you said that. I'll take coaches with the letter Z in their name, Alex. Oh, Josh Corbett says he love my stuff, doesn't hate me. Thank you. Arrow Green Ace, Ron Zook, that's who it was. Sean, don't be an idiot. Birmingham has trim tab and that makes up for it. Is that a bar or a restaurant? Well, I'm just flat out. We're just having dumb chat right now. Sean, the Hound in Auburn is a great place to eat. Yes, it is. They have good meatloaf sandwich, which I normally don't like stuff like that. They have really good bacon. 
I used to work for a company that was Belgian and our boss would come from Belgium and we'd go eat there. And he said they, that the hound had the best bread pudding he'd ever had in the world. And he was literally like loaded and, and traveled the world and said it was the best bread pudding. It was, it is. Whatever happened to Ronzo? Let's look him up. He fell off the face of the earth. He, according to Wikipedia, Ron Zook is at Maryland as an analyst. And he was at Salt Lake Stallions the year before that as a special teams coordinator. He was at the Green Bay Packers before that as a coordinator. So he's been, he was at the Packers. No, he went to Illinois after Florida. Florida, Illinois, Packers, Stallions in Maryland. Okay, so now we're just talking about food. Bacon sampler at the Hound is off the chain. The numbers keep going down in the chat and they keep going back up. Are we ever going to sleep? We're not sleeping until Gus Malzahn has a is is either reinstated or somebody else is hired, right? And we like it. Zaza Pachilla is that a soccer player? And it's Zaza Pachulia. That's a basketball player. He plays for the uh, Warriors. Josh Corbett, Tumors. Yeah, let's just start naming. Let's just start th saying things that have food. What is the burger joint right off campus? That would be called Sheila C's. Fun fact about Sheila C's, it's owned by a bunch of Bammers. And when they opened, everybody in there was like wearing Alabama stuff. Like just normal clothes, not like going to a game type stuff. But they were wearing... Alabama stuff, and so I think the city pretty much told them, hey, y'all probably need to stop doing that. I mean, whatever. But they would also, like, talk trash to you for wearing Auburn stuff. I remember one time, one of the last times I kind of was out in Birmingham was for the uh, Memphis game, the Birmingham Bowl, which was a win. That was all, that was Gus Malzahn's worst year, 7-6, and six, won the Birmingham Bowl uh, against that guy that everybody thought was good and got drafted. Uh, the, I went to, um, Saul's barbecue downtown and they were talking trash to us about wearing Auburn stuff. And I tweeted something about it just kind of as a joke. And their owner like reached out to me. He's like, we we're going to get rid of them. Who were they? I was like, okay, it's not that serious. Okay. I'm telling you, we're never going to sleep. The chat is on fire. Rob is in Arizona. Rob, how do you feel about Gus Malzahn taking over the Arizona Wildcats? Sean says, I think Brian Kelly would be an interesting hire. Uh, I mean, I think you would have Gus, what Gus did, I think that would be his ceiling at, here. I mean, Notre Dame's decent this year. They're good. They beat Clemson in a semi-close game. I think semi-close. I know it was kind of close for a while. Every game is zero to zero. Um, what was the score? I'm looking it up. They beat Clemson. No, they beat him in overtime by a touchdown without Trevor Lawrence. So, I mean, that's okay. But Clinton, Notre Dame's claim to fame this year can be said that they beat North Carolina and held them, and then North Carolina destroyed Miami, who's number 10. 
uh, Chuck is now getting to recruiting. He must be drinking. Um, Amari Harvey's going to bail. You never know. I mean, we have no idea now. At this point, I have no clue what Auburn's class is going to be like. I don't care about recruiting anymore. I'll care the day before signing before signing day, and I'll be like, okay, this is who we should get. We get them. We don't. I understand. Blah, blah, blah. I'll look at where we're ranked. Great. I've said this before. I'd rather Auburn win with three stars and have 500 five stars and win. It's not as fun to me. Sorry. Um, I want to win, though. That's the point. I'm not saying I want Auburn to have three stars and lose. I want Auburn to have three stars and win. So, I don't. I don't know right now what, I mean, if Auburn hires Urban Meyer, people are going to jump on board. They bring in Lincoln Riley, probably going to jump on board. So I don't know. Arrow Green Ace wants to talk about the female kicker being the first score. It's too late to talk about that. There's a, we got Rob here. Gus at, our, at Arizona would be an upgrade. His son's at Auburn. He teaches at Arizona State, and he's went to Duke. Wow. The internet is amazing. Drink local Beham says, come to Beham, we'll get a drink. I, I love Cherry Coke. No, but I was in Birmingham last week for Thanksgiving. I'll be there for Christmas. My in-laws are there. Do you think Auburn should make their very first minority hire? <clears throat> I have, I'm indifferent on that. I, that means nothing to me. I don't, I don't mean that in a negative way, like whatever. I don't, I don't care if the coach is white, black, red, yellow, or green. Makes no difference to me at all. Dean of section 45. I, I sit in a, 42 normally in a regular season. The question is, isn't who we hire with the unreal expectations? You're right. The expectations have changed. Auburn has not changed. And the expectation, it's not like, oh, now we're good and we're going to demand greatness every year. It's understanding that the we're behind the eight ball compared to Alabama, Ohio State. We just are. It, we're a small city with the name of our city as the school. We don't have the name Alabama. And I don't mean that as like a prestigious thing. I don't, we don't have the name of the state. That's it. Josh Corbett says, we're talking food here again. Bloggle Joe tried the bowel place down for, uh, yeah, irritable, irritable bowel. I, those dumpling things that are full of stuff. I think those would be good if it was like, just like chicken or steak or ground beef. But I've seen what they put it. It's, I can't get into all that. Too much junk. Do you think Arkansas State is beating themselves up because they would have brought Gus back if they would have waited? Um, probably, but I don't know if he would have gone there. I, I've i gotten the feeling that, and I don't know why, but I just kind of feel like Gus is done with the state of Arkansas. I know his family, some of his family is still there, and Christie's family is still there, and I don't know. He always kind of wants to beat them really bad, maybe prove himself. Um don't get it uh I, it just kind of feels like he i don't know um i feel like they would take him for sure though yes Auburn technically already did yeah will says any clue 
Auburn Gus will be staying the head coaching business. I think he will for sure. I just, if I was him, I'd take the whole year off. Go do whatever you want. He, his kids are out of the house. He has grandkids now. Um, go see them. Go do what you want. This is a good point Blake makes. I think the big money donors didn't like the trash talking and unsportsmanlike players committed in the state game. I don't think that's why Gus got fired. I think Gus was either it was already done. He, whether Gus knew about it or not, I think it, the decision was made before yesterday. Because otherwise, why do you fire a coach after he wins? I mean, you obviously had already decided you were getting rid of him. But we did have some trash talk this year. And that smoke, I mean, DBs and wide receivers talk. Smoke Monday talks trash. Jamie and Sherwood talks trash. Um, Zacoby McLean talks trash. It's kind of a thing. And we got a lot of trash talk this year. Uh, I mean, a lot. I mean, it was, I don't, it was more than normal. Kentucky guy was talking much trash. Oh, here's something interesting. Josh Corbett says, by the way, my uncle owns the building connect to the Go Tigers and War Eagle wall. Wall will be repainted. I tweeted something about that a few weeks ago, the Tennessee game, because I took a picture. They been, they put new buildings there, kind of built on top of stuff. And that wall, the War Eagle wall, can't remember which one, but War Eagle or Go Tigers, it was half taken over by regular bricks. So I guess they're going to repaint it. So that's cool. Sam says he felt like things took a turn after the solid season comment. Thinks that rubbed the boosters the wrong way. That was taken completely. Well, first of all, it was a weird quote. The way he said it was weird. Again, just like this year was weird. He it, we were he said six and four was our goal because six and four was the best we could do, which that's what we ended up being. Um, but he wasn't saying that's. He said he let it off with, you normally have. Uh, four out-of-conference games. I guess whatever the math was, I tweeted about this. I was like, okay, so you had those four out-of-conference games. We're 10-4. and four. But Then some people are like, no, you take away Tennessee and South Carolina because we wouldn't have normally played them. Okay, so that's one win and one loss, so that's uh, five and three. So then you add two wins from those out-of-conference games and it's seven and three, and that's a solid season. I Seven and three is a three-loss year which would normally be nine. And th it's hard to do the math of what was being said. He was not saying six and four was a solid year because he, he backed it up or he started it with, you normally have four wins from out of conference, out of conference. So he was saying you normally would have four wins plus these six SEC wins. So I don't know. It was weird. But if people took that the wrong way they wanted to. Realistic, Sam Will says, realistic that two former show calls head coaches could land on the same campus. Freeze and Pearl. Yeah, we want the NCAA to go away. They're already here for Pearl, which where they should be or not. Freeze would only do it again. Blake Robinson from YouTube says, Napier would be a bust. Cristobal would be a bust. Bill Clark would be a bust. Got to think bigger. Dabo or Mullen. Uh, Napier... Again, these people, I don't know if they would be bust. I just don't see how you know they're going to be better. Dabo or Mullen? Dabo's not going anywhere. Mullen, absolutely not. I have agreed with Mullen twice this year, but I do not like him at all. I sat behind him at a wedding once. 
10 game SEC schedule forever from Josh? No, absolutely not. You got to Gus said he was going to give the players two weeks off. He was not going to do the normal 15 practices for the bowls and get people ready. Maybe he already knew he was fired. Cause I thought that was weird anyway, that he was doing that, but never having a break. they did get a two week break because of COVID, but never having a true mental break and never letting the backups get a chance to play against Louisiana Monroe. People act like that's a problem. No, you're already playing a ton of hard people, hard teams, more than every other league. So getting those cupcakes are good. It helps the other team. It lets you work on backups. It lets you work out kinks. And they didn't get to do that this year. They had to stress every week for 10 weeks, not eight. Not the normal eight SEC weeks, 10. Okay, I've just realized I'm tired and my throat is starting to hurt. It's 11.51. We've been doing this for almost three hours. It's awesome. Okay. I think we're all dead. We're all going to sleep. It's, there's still 40 people in here, but I think I'm going to end it. Um, I may do this again tomorrow. We don't, you know. If somebody's hired or somebody's not hired, something will come out tomorrow of maybe not a hire, but a name or or whatever. AU Goldmine just said, oh, never mind. Somebody responded to something else. Um, so, yeah, we'll try to, we'll do this again next, tomorrow, maybe. I don't know. When there's some news, I might do it during the day. I'm going to try to get some uh, people, some buddies, some maybe people in the know to get on here, former players to get on here and talk. I'll figure out more how the restream works and how it can be better. Um, seems pretty cool. I can, I can talk to Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch at the same time, and maybe Facebook if I can get that connected. But anyway, we'll figure it out. Auburn, we'll figure it out. Restream, we'll figure it out. A lot of people said they enjoyed this, so. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. I'll try to get this uploaded to podcast form if, if it's a possibility. Otherwise, this has been Warbloggle with random late night ramblings. Peace.